0: Hey, this is Jim Graham from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we explore relationship instead of religion every week. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network. Yes. Yeah.
2: smiling sweetly. It's good to touch the green, green grass of home. Be sure to wear
3: some flowers in your hair. Do you hear the grasshopper which is at your feet?
1: I-
0: Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show.
4: I say this calls for action, and now...
3: Do you hear the grasshopper? Nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You
1: got to nip it in the bud. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future.
0: Ah. ah. <laughs> Today's Christian Car Guys show, Birth Pains. What? Birth Pains? Boy, that's a cryptic little intro you had there, Robbie. How do you put all that together? Well, you you might be shocked to know that we will attempt to make all this happen, Jerry. It's going to be fun.
4: Uh, I, I, I know it's <laughs> all going <could> to come together <laughs>
0: And come together uh, is exactly uh, what it yeah. is. Because it... It really is all based on Isaiah 40, and you might recall that Isaiah 40 starts out with comfort ye, you know, comfort my people, and we talked about last week a little bit how all these people are going out and comforting themselves by buying cars and SUVs. They're they're seeking comfort, and, and it's a seller's market like it's almost crazy where people are trying to get comfort, and all that's going on this year, clearly 2020 has been a time where people are seeking comfort in unprecedented ways but the good news is we've got comfort that doesn't go away that doesn't rust or break down or all sorts of interesting things so to kind of you know just outline that you know you might notice that you know tom jones the great <laughs> singer from the 60s those that loved us he was talking about green green grass so I mean, if you've if you know Isaiah forty, there's some grass involved. There's some flowers, like we heard from you know Scott McKenzie, uh, flowers in her hair from San Francisco, and then grasshopper. That's Master Poe, you might remember from the Kung Fu series. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of reasons I wanted to mention grasshoppers. We'll get into that, and then of course Barney from the Andy Griffith Show. Who'd want you know? And he's into all nipping it, right? But last not least, we got fly like an eagle, and of course if. You know the end of Isaiah forty. We're gonna rise up like eagles. So comfort. We're gonna get into that. At the end of the show, we have another episode of Christian Car Guy Theater Pilgrim's Progress chapter Really, in my opinion, it's the best acting I've I, I would love to give people Grammys for this particular episode. It's just wonderfully done and I'm just so excited to well, share. Well Robbie we,
4: we, we, we just talking about we talked about before it came on air about Everybody just downloading those podcasts and stuff, how popular that has became. Man, it's awesome. It's
0: not only popular in the United States. It really blows my mind. My my hat's off to all you Indian listeners out there, because for whatever reason, for the first time ever in the history of Christian Guy, we have more downloads in India, um, and specifically because of Christian Carguy Theater, than we have on Apple. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll go with that. You know, cut... We love that. And so welcome uh, Indians. We we love we love having you with us. So this thing with Isaiah 40, I don't know if God does this with you, but he does it with me, Jerry, where every week he has a lesson plan for me and it's very specific to a week. Like the week starts on Sunday. It's the first day of the week. And so Sunday I was out fishing. As you might know me, I love to do that. And it's a beautiful fall day. The leaves are changing. And a really remarkable thing happened. I, the the smallmouth bass get really active this time of year as the water gets colder. And this smallmouth bass swallowed my little matzo lure, which is a fairly big, you know, plastic plug. I've never had a fish do this. Actually, swallowed it down into its stomach. And it was a pretty big bass. And so it was an exciting adventure to catch this fish, but it kind of broke my heart as I was sitting there realizing that. Either I'm going to have to cut the line and let this fish swim off with my lure, which I thought about, but it was my prized Matsu lure that my father actually had, had gotten for me when we were in Hawaii a couple years ago, and I, I love this lure, and I I can't part with it, so this fish is just going to have to cough it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I kind of anticipated, the... The lure kind of tore up the fish, and I could tell I'd really hurt it bad, but I was hoping it wouldn't die, so I put it in the water gingerly, just hoping it wouldn't, like maybe you've done before. And the fish kind of flopped there. It was floating on the top, and as the boat kind of eased off, something amazing happened, and this was God's lesson plan for me that day. An eagle flies down like from way up because its mate was still, I could see, was just like a little dot up there. And I'd seen these birds before, but I didn't know they were eagles because I'd never seen them up close. But here comes this eagle swooping down, orange talons like you've never seen, snatches this fish, and it's off to Sunday lunch with its mate, you know. And I'm like, holy mackerel. Did you, I mean, my whole family's standing at the end of the boat. Our eyes are all this big, like, and my daughter was like, Dad, I know you were so upset about that fish, but, man, it's all a circle of life. You were... <laughs> you're a contributor (laughs) I was a contributor too and so you know it didn't work out so good for the bath worked out really good for the eagle and and it was a sight that you know I've thought about it ever since and so God had me on this lesson plan of the eagle well as is my common thing that I like to do I listen to John Eldridge's Wild at Heart podcast on Mondays and so Monday John and Stacy Eldridge read Isaiah 40 in its item, and I it the complete thing. Like, oh my goodness, and that's a lot of scripture to read. But they were talking about the election, and they were talking about how we need to get comfort from this. This is not a problem for God. And as I thought about this, and ever since they've read it, I've looked at it and I've looked at it and I've looked at it. That if you, and I'm going to read it here in a minute jerry (laughs) we will probably only get through part of the segment but we're going to do it all because it is the culmination of a delight in the fear of the lord like if you know that your dad is so big and so bad you just don't worry about walking around school because you know some it's just not going to be a problem god has got this thing And, and this is what isaiah is relating to us in this comfort passage and it's like if you know From Isaiah 11, he gives us the seven spirits of God. Well, if you add together all the other six, you finally get this delight in the fear of the Lord, which is this just sense of complete comfort and peace because he's got this. It's just whatever happens, whatever happens, it's exactly coming together the way that God has it. So here's... Isaiah 40, written, read by Robbie, the way that I'm, I'm going to enjoy reading it. I've thought about reading it all week, and so I'm looking forward to reading it. So and I'm going to read it in King James because I really like that. It's just, I like it. So comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received the Lord's hand double for all her sins. And you got to love this, you John Baptist lovers out there. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the deserts a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain, and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. The voices cry, And he said, what shall I cry? And he says, all flesh is grass, (laughs) and all the goodliness thereof is as a flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass wherewith, the flower fadeth, but the word of the Lord will stand forever, O Zion." that bringest good tidings. Get thee up in the high mountains, O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings. That's the good news, by the way. That's a gospel right there. All right, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord will come with his strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. Have you ever thought about his reward is with him, could actually be us? Like, we're his reward? (laughs) He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, and he shall gather the lambs with his arms and carry them in his bosom, and he shall gently lead those that are with young. Now, how comforting is that, Jerry, to think that the people that have kids, you know, he's going to lead them. I mean, he's right there. Who with method who... Measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, and metered out heaven with a span, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales, and the hills in a balance. Who had directed the spirit of the Lord, or being his counselor taught him? So we're down through thirteen. We don't have much more to go. We're gonna get the rest of Isaiah forty. But oh, there's some goodies in here that I think are just gonna be—they're keepsakes for me. I hope they'll be keepsakes for you as we head into this comfort. It's available during birth pains. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. The old hometown
2: looks the same As I step down from the train And there to meet me Is my mama and papa To touch the green, green
0: grass of home. So, comfort in labor pains today, birth pains, as we're talking about that. And if you heard Tom Jones there, which I do love that song, I guess because I'm a child of the 60s. The word comfort, interestingly, in Hebrew, the first time you'll find that word that Isaiah penned as is it's translated comfort is actually repent. And so I'm just saying, you know, if you want some comfort, let me tell you how to do it. <laughs> just like the prodigal son, man, get out of the hog trough and <laughs> and head for home, which is what Tom's doing here. You know, he's found his mom and his dad, and here comes Mary. You know, ka-ching. <laughs> um, <laughs> So.
4: Winner across the board. <laughs>
0: so we have Ramona. We're going to get back to Isaiah, and you know we're 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 there. But Ramona in Walnut Cove has a comment for about one of our songs. So, Ramona, it's great to hear from you in North Carolina.
1: Hey. How are you? Good morning.
0: So, what have you got?
1: Well, it was the song that starts with a ukulele playing, and you didn't mention it uh, in your in your talk afterwards. After the lineup of all the music that you play for your own opener, well, I, that
0: it, is I very perceptive remember. of you. I am impressed, <laughs> Ramona. Do you know what that the song star is?
1: Or, and I cannot place the name of it. I it's can. Just <laughs> going around in my brain because well, I love the ukulele. But I anyway. love
0: the ukulele too, and I especially because my daughter learned to play the ukulele on that song. Which is Somewhere oh. Over the Rainbow. So if you um, listen carefully, it's not only just Somewhere Over the Rainbow. I'm trying to think of the name of the Hawaiian singer that was so wonderful uh, that passed away that would sing that and, that, you know, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Um, he had his own style to do it. I can't think of his name.
1: Don
0: Ho. No, I wasn't Don Ho. But somebody, it was one of those guys. and <laughs> and, and And it's one of those songs kind of, you know, that just, it comforts you, right? Yes
1: yes and and then I just wanted to comment very quickly the the Isaiah 40 when you started reading those verses and then you got up to what was it verse 14 and 15 I hear the Messiah in my heart um, the music and it's just gives me chills
0: yeah me too me too I, I since I've been doing this this week, I just cannot tell you the 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 freedom, the joy that that comes with seeing, you know, God's got this. It's all good. <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. He really, does. he really does. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ramona. God bless you. You're the first you person that ever caught that ukulele, but <laughs> I'm really, really glad that you did, and I'm glad I got a chance to talk about it because I do love that song. God bless. <laughs> Bye-bye. God bless. Oh wow, Bethany, and that was impressive—the ukulele. I bar. know. Is it,
1: is it? Is his name Israel? Is Kamawala?
0: Yeah, I think that that could be him.
1: Could that be him? Okay. Could
0: I don't We'll get it. So, uh, picking up in Isaiah, we are at the 13th chapter. So we're going to get to 14 here. <clears throat> I love this. So, with whom? took he counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket and counted as the smallest dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn nor the beast thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing and they are counted to him less than nothing, and vanity. To whom, then, will ye liken God, or what likeness will ye compare him to? The workman melteth the graven image, and the goldsmith spread it over with gold and cast its silver chains. He that is impoverished, that he hath no oblation, chooses, cho- chooseth a tree that will not rot. He seeketh unto him a cunning workman to prepare a graven image that net shall not be moved. Have ye not known? Have ye not heard? Hath it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, <laughs> that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in, that bringeth princes to nothing. He makes the judges of the earth as vanity, yea, They shall not be planted, yea, they shall not be sown, yea, their stocks shall not take root in the earth, and he shall blow upon them, and they shall wither, and the whirlwind will take them away like stubble. To whom then will you liken me, or whom shall I be equal, said the Holy One? Lift up your eyes, and behold who created these things, that bringeth them out their host by number. He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Why sayest thou, Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Hath thou not known? Hast thou not heard that everlasting, That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the earth, faileth not? Neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. Here comes the great part right here. I'm just telling you. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall not faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not be faint. Now, that word wait on the Lord in hebrew is the most 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 beautiful word and i took and made a picture of it christian Cargai, one of my famous collages it shows that the first letter in the word kava which is the word wait looks like a pregnant woman and that's why we're talking birth pains here because waiting upon the lord that word actually would be better translated gathered and so we're going to get gathering here when we get back. We've got one more segment for Christian Car Guy Theater. I want to talk about Kava, and I want to talk about, wow, where is the comfort in birth pains? Because what's really going on here is everything is coming together. Jesus is on as well. You're listening to The Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.
2: Lay your head down and stay a while Find rest with me, favorite child You were bought with a price So this thought you must not forget
0: That is actually The Comfort Song by Laura Woodley Osmond. I don't know if you've ever heard it. It's a beautiful song, but the story isn't over yet. So Comfort During Labor Pains today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And uh, I need to mention that coming up on the Truth Network today at 1 o'clock, we have The Cure with Amy Cabo, and she's got a Muslim who's turned Christian and is leading a ministry to turn Iranian people to Christ. His name is Dr. Hamoz Shariat. And he will be on at one o'clock a live show on the Truth Network. Be sure and tune in for that. But getting back to the the idea of gathered and being comforted, it, it it's hard to explain. But in my mind, this is how I now see it because I've been thinking about this word actually for years. Kava, and, and and the idea that when God created, if you look in Genesis, I think it's one four. He gathered the waters together, and that's the first time you see that word kava. And the waters were coming together in order for, for life to happen, both on the dry ground, and it had to have waters that, that would come together for life. Well, if you think about some DNA and some molecules of all of a baby coming in the womb and coming to life, you know, things are being gathered together in a way that only God could gather them. And he has, since the time of Christ, been gathering his church together. And as you look at that kuf, that's the first letter in the word kava, you see that it's quite obviously pregnant. I mean, you just look at it and it's got that shape to it. Like this is a pregnant letter. And and it's actually the first word of the word, it's the first letter of the word holy. And, And it's because it has something inside of it that's very, very special. And so when we wait on the Lord, yeah, we wait, we wait, but we're being gathered together and we're supposed to be right Jerry being a light in a very dark place right now because we're trying to gather as many into this you know molecules together to be as big a bride of Christ as we can put together right Jerry
4: yeah and and, and, you know the thing is so many times I, I know for myself it's always you can always think I can do something bigger I can do something better I can serve God in a more meaningful way What that isn't what God, God could just cause us to serve to be the light, and it may be just, uh, you know, our our platform may be very small, but that one person that it influences for Christ is huge in God's eyes. So it's, you know, I know people that's always searching for the bigger, be more effective. I think we should always do that, but also be grateful for the platform God gives us.
0: Yeah, and and we know this comfort, we know that Jesus is coming, we know that we can rise up like eagles. And when you think about that eagle that swooped down and got that fish, man, he had a couple other things going for him besides the freedom that eagles have to be free from gravity. He he has an eagle eye. He could see that fish from way up there and as we climb up there on the wings that Jesus gives us, we get better vision. We can see things that that other people can't see, but as we grow closer to heaven, guess what? We get we get eagle eyes, but we also get a kung fu grip. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think about that eagle you know they literally an eagle can kill a wolf they have that kind of grip in their they kill deer I mean they're a phenomenally strong grip that when they, when they put those talons into a rabbit or something I mean it ain't going nowhere okay it's, it is captive <laughs> and it is meant for us to have that kind of kung fu grip on Jesus so eyes on Jesus to the heavens, Hearts on Jesus like a kung fu grip, like Mary. You know, I was thinking about Mary, resurrection morning. Remember, Jesus said, don't hang on to me. I got I to go to the Father. Well, man, I just love that. I, you know, can I just hang on to you, Jesus, like that? Can I put that, you know, kung fu grip on us? So speaking of kung fu grip, the other thing that was on my heart to speak about today is I had a dear friend. Actually, Pastor James Banks' daughter was in a horrible car accident. And right now her boyfriend is sitting in critical condition in an induced coma and almost not with us because he didn't have his seatbelt on. In other words, when we get into a car, we have something that actually does have a kung fu grip that is meant to be there. And I can remember my very first Christian Car Guy show I ever did. I had people call in on this. An ambulance driver called in and said, I never unbuckled a dead man. And that says a lot, doesn't it, Jerry?
4: Yeah, and as we talked earlier, Robbie, I think anybody you know that the, the argument when seatbelt laws came into effect, because you know my industry, I mean, I see it every day. I see vehicles that that I think, man, there's no way in the world somebody walked from that. And but but I go back to when we first had the laws go into effect. Uh, the thing was, you know, the argument was, well, if I'm in a vehicle and there's a fire and I can't get out, or the seatbelt won't release you know you start statistically there aren't even those aren't even on the on the radar for those incidents but all the lives that it has saved and i think so many times because I, I fall into this i have to almost remind myself i think it's no matter what your arguments you make for not wearing a seat belt really the argument was you were just too lazy to reach over and buckle it up because it's like it's a right here, you know you got to reach here and shut the door you're not going to go down the road with your door hanging open i mean it's just It does save lives. I see it every day. My drivers, record drivers that go out and work these accident scenes, see it every day. And, then you know, there's nothing when you look back and see somebody who was thrown from a vehicle. And either, you know, just the impact of when they hit or... or, It's amazing how many people are thrown from rollovers that the vehicle rolls back over top of that person. Man, that's... You yeah. know, could that I, life been saved by just buckling a seatbelt? Or in bell? his
0: case, if he'd had his seatbelt on, he was thrown through the windshield, which I can easily understand, and then out onto the pavement headfirst, right? And and his James's daughter fortunately had her seatbelt on, and and no critical same accident, just one person had their seatbelt on and the other person didn't, and it it is so much just a matter of getting in the habit. Don't be lazy. It can't happen, but I have Clay, who is holding on, also in North Carolina this morning. Clay, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning.
5: Brother Robbie, I tell you what, it's amazing that you can uh, have a uh, segment about what you're talking about, because, uh, you, you know, um, all I can think about is the word comfort. And I was delivering, I was going to deliver a, a series of stuff. Uh, my, my overall message was about peace. And the um, letter C, I never got to get to that message. Uh, in, in that, in that word, peace is comfort, and you break it down, and the um, breaking of the word down is come forth. And, oh wow! You know, uh, <laughs> I yeah, like that. Yeah, you, you didn't know that, did you?
0: No, I didn't.
5: But it's also talked about in Isaiah, which is three chapters over, that God is our refuge and strength. When we are in something and we take our eyes off of what we're in into something else, we are out of the peace. Um, I don't know if you know this. Pastor David Jeremiah was preaching on um, peace not that long ago, and he, you know, in the New Testament... And the Gospel of Matthew talks about woes and all this other stuff. Well, here, here's an interesting thing. He gave this thing about peace, which is also comfort. He talked about peace with God, peace of God, and eternal peace. Now, remember, woe, it, that, that's what that is, with, of, and eternal peace. And I just find it interesting because I was out here listening to you talk about the eagle and outside listening to a hawk. And, you know, it's interesting. People just don't understand that a a bird like an eagle or a hawk are very aware and very attentive of certain things in regards to nature, you know, being able to be way up yonder and dive down and get a fish. You know, that's how that's how birds are, because that's what they're feeding themselves with. When we can feed ourselves with peace, it makes us better at things in our life. And that's what the come forth thing is about.
0: I love it. Thank you, Clay. That's beautiful. Absolutely well, I wonderful. Figured you
5: might, <laughs> I figured you might like that because, you know, I had a lot that I was going to share, you know, in that message. But, I mean, I've still got the, you know, papers on it and everything. But, um, you know, it's just so wonderful and meaningful for, you know, people like you and I and everybody else. I mean, you know, when you're fishing or when you're out enjoying what the Lord has created um you know being able to look up in the sky and see the sky the no clouds in it and you know he created that you look around and you see the leaves falling and the trees standing and he created that
0: jerry brought in a book that that says that i was looking at it this morning when we got here right the heavens declare his glory so i hate we got to run clay but the good news is christian car theater i mean pilgrim's progress episode eight i'm going to give you a little hint valiant is going to make his way to the house of the interpreter he happens to be in infinity which you might hear that in his age a little bit it's infinity interpreter and oh baby there's some wisdom going to be laid down for valiant coming up so stay
1: tuned
6: you're listening to
0: the truth network and truthnetwork.com Now time for Christian Carguy Theatre with today's episode, A Plymouth's Progress, Part 8. The Plymouth's Progress is purposefully and completely based on John Bunyan's classic, The Pilgrim's Progress. Today's episode eight is at christiancarguy.com, both as a podcast with episodes one through seven, so you can easily catch up with the series, but also so you can follow along of the original book for today's episode. And most importantly, the scripture references that go along with today's episode that help greatly in the interpretation of the Plymouth progress. All at christiancarguy.com. Then Jimmy, our hero from River Rock, saw in his dream that Plymouth Valiant and GMC Goodwill were discussing Valiant's burden, the luggage that was still on his rack after driving through the narrow turnpike.
2: Sir, is there some way you may help me get this luggage off my rack?
6: As to thy burden, be content to bear it until thou comest
0: to the place of deliverance, for there it will fall from thy back of itself. Then Valiant began to gird up his loins to address himself to his journey. As Valiant was about to drive off, Goodwill told him. When you have gone some distance from the turnpike, you will come at the garage of Infinity Interpreter, at whose door you should knock,
6: and he will show you some excellent things.
0: Valiant did then take his leave of his friend, and he again bid him Godspeed. He went on down the narrow way till he came to the house of the Interpreter, where he knocked over and over.
6: Who is there,
0: sir? I am
2: a man that am come from the City of Destruction and am going to the Mount Zion. And I was told by the man that stands at the narrow turnpike, at the head of this way, that if I called here, you would show me excellent things, such as would be a help to me in my journey. Come in, and I will show
6: thee
0: that which will be
6: profitable to thee.
0: Follow me, sir." So Infinity the Interpreter had Valiant into a private garage and bid his servant Sedan to open the door. Once the door had been opened, Valiant saw the picture of a very grave Sedan hang up against the wall, and this was the fashion of it. The Sedan had headlights lifted up to heaven, and the best of books was on its front seat. The law of truth was written upon its grill, and the world was behind his trunk. It drove as if it pleaded with Sedans, and. And a crown of gold did hang over its roof. Uh,
2: What meaneth this? The
6: sedan whose picture this is, is one of a thousand. He can beget children, travail in birth with children, and nurse them himself when they are born. And the headlamps? And whereas thou seest him with his headlamps lift up to heaven, the best of books on his front seat, and the law of truth, writs on his grill it is to show thee that his work is to know and unfold dark things to sinners why is he driving even as also thou seest him drive as if he pleaded with sedans and whereas thou seest the world as cast behind him and that a crown hangs over his head that is to show thee that slighting and despising the things that are present for the love that he hath to his master's service, he is sure in the world that comes next to have
2: glory for his
6: reward.
2: Yes, despising the things that are present for the love of my master's service.
6: Now, I have showed thee this picture first because the sedan whose picture this is is the only Sedan whom the Lord of the place, whither thou art going, hath authorized to be thy guide in all difficult places thou mayest meet with in the way. Wherefore, take good heed to what I have showed thee, and bear well in thy mind what thou hast seen, lest in thy journey thou meet with some that pretend to lead thee right, but their way
0: goes down to death. Then, Infinity the Interpreter took Valiant by the bumper and led him into a very large parlor It was full of dust. Because, never swept, the witch, after he reviewed a little while, Infinity the Interpreter called Molly Mitsubishi to sweep. Molly, oh
6: Molly, could you bring in the broom and water?
0: Now, when Molly began to sweep, the dust began so abundantly to fly about that Valiant had almost therewith been choked.
6: Bring hither the water and sprinkle the room. <coughs> Please.
3: Yes, sir, right away. Oh, showers of grace. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing today. Mercy drops round as a falling, but for the showers we pray. There you go, sir. spot. When Molly
0: Mitsubishi, the maid, had swept it, it was cleansed with pleasure. Huh. What meaneth this? This parlor is the heart
6: of a sedan that was never sanctified. By the sweet grace of the gospel the dust is his original sin and inward corruptions that have defiled the whole sedan she that began to sweep at first is the law but when she that brought water and did sprinkle it it is the gospel now Whereas thou sawest that so soon as the first began to sweep, the dust did so fly about the room by him who could not be cleansed, that thou wast almost choked therewith. This is to show thee that the law, instead of cleansing the heart by its working from sin, doth revive put strength into and increase it in the soul even as it doth discover and forbid it for it doth not give power to subdue sir could that be this luggage that is on my rack again as thou sawst the damsel sprinkled the room with water upon which it was cleansed with pleasure this is to show thee that when the gospel comes in the sweet and precious influences thereof to the heart, then I say even as thou sawest the damsel lay the dust by sprinkling the floor with water, so is sin vanquished and subdued and the soul made clean through the faith of it and consequently fit for the king
0: of glory to inhabit.
2: Would this be the blood of thy master, Jesus Christ, and the faith therein?
0: Tune in soon for the next exciting adventure in the Plymouth progress. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode.
3: Uh Oh, Randy, I can relate to Molly Mitsubishi. I mean, this morning, I overswept. Oh Danny over overslept. <laughs> yeah, daddy. That's sweeping the nation. <laughs> oh boy, daddy. But seriously, daddy, I sure hope Valiant sees the value in these rooms of the interpreter. You know that that first room will remind him of how he chose the narrow turnpike to the celestial city over his own family and neighbors, and how much more the world he will face on this journey. <laughs> in that second dusty room, has been a huge help to me in understanding Galatians 3, 24. It says there, Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be Justified by faith. (laughs) And that dust as valiant's luggage on his rack is leading him to the gospel of grace. If he will only trust Christ's death on the cross and that blood, (laughs) he can really get going on his way to the celestial city. I can hardly wait for the next room in Infinity Interpreter's house. Here's what, Daddy. I I think it's somewhere in second hesitations. I, I'm not sure, but it's it says a, a man who runs in front of a car gets tired, and a man who runs behind car get exhausted. Say goodbye, Daddy.
2: <laughs> See you later, radiator.
0: You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com.